I'm John Moe, and this is Wits. Really fantastic show ahead of us tonight. We'll have some comedy, music, surprises, and great guests, like comedian Maria Bamford. Oh, there she is now. Hi, Maria. Hi, John. I was thinking of trying some rope tricks, lassoing cows or something. I'm not sure that'll work on the radio. Oh, man, I was going to do rope tricks, too. She stole my thing. Oh, that's singer-songwriter Brandy Carlisle. She's on the show as well. Brandy, I have a solution. Let's do rope tricks together! Okay. Now, no, you got no one can see a rope through a radio. If they have a newer radio, they can. Like an internet radio? No, no, I, I really think we need to do things that make sounds. We can yell, yeah, we do the tricks so people will know what's exciting. I tell you what, why don't you do rope tricks during the newscast, and then we'll come back and do the comedy and music that people can hear. Deal. We'll begin right after the news. <laughs> From APM, American Public Media, and Minnesota Public Radio, this is Wits. I'm John Moe. And I have fantastic news for the children of the world. Children of the world, lean in close. Listen to me now. I just found out there are all sorts of things that matter a lot now that won't matter at all for the vast majority of your life. A vast majority is a phrase that grown-ups use to mean really, really big part. And phrase is a word that grown-ups use, meaning two or more words being friends and playing together. <laughs> the other day, my four-year-old daughter Margaret was drawing an apple tree and asked me to help by coloring in one of the apples. I'm not good at staying inside the lines, I sputtered. I was, I was panicky. The lines. This was my deficiency since kindergarten. She didn't even react. She hasn't started school yet. She doesn't know about the lines. <laughs> then I thought about how many times coloring has come up in my adult life. The answer is never. <laughs> never times have I needed to color in or outside the lines. Children of the world, if you're fretting about coloring within the lines now, stop. It doesn't matter. You're just being taught to pointlessly worry, and I don't know why. Ask the school board. <laughs> there are entire computer programs that color within the lines for you. Microsoft Paint. It's a whole new world, children of the world. <laughs> the more I thought about it, the more pointless school time skills I thought of. Running fast. <laughs> children of the world, if you can run fast, great. Enjoy it. Tell me what it's like. I never could and thus was denied the status attendant to the fleet of foot. In adulthood, which lasts so much longer than childhood, <laughs> it's a non-issue. I've never been asked in a job interview or when applying for a home loan how fast I can run. It's not generally part of the dating process. It doesn't come up. Sweat while running, but don't sweat running. Cursive. Learn to sign your name in cursive. There, you're done. That's all the cursive you need. <laughs> and, and older children of the world, study hard at calculus. Do, but do so as a sort of brain exercise. <laughs> Unless you choose to make a career doing those things that I don't understand, but presumably involve calculus, it's temporary knowledge. It's a momentary burden that will be lifted as it wafts from your brain, and no one ever asks you about it again, ever. <laughs> I'm not even certain what calculus is, and I have a show. <laughs> the things that will come up, children of the world, mostly things you can't do anything about. Whether your parents have money, the fact that some people are nice and some people are jerks, and it's good to have a pen handy on account of sometimes you gotta write stuff down. <laughs> My point is this, children of the world, get some extra pens, but really, honestly, don't worry about the coloring. It's fine. We have a great show tonight. Singer-songwriter Brandi Carlisle is with us. And our very own John Munson and the Witnesses and comedian Maria Bamford. 
Maria Bamford is one of the most popular comedians working today. She's been on the Comedians of Comedy Tour, appeared in episodes of Louie, been on all the late-night shows, and she'll be on the new season of Arrested Development on Netflix. Her latest special is Maria Bamford, the special, 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 and she's from Duluth, Minnesota. Your new special is a $5 download special, which seems to be the new thing. Yes, the new thing. In comedy. Um, And the audience for this is not a thousand people in a theater, it's your mom and dad. Yeah. In a small room. Cut out the middleman of 400 to 500 relative strangers and get to the source of who I want to make laugh the most and please, uh, which is Marilyn and Joel Bamford, my parents. And why do you want to make them laugh the most? Well, because um, they are, uh, I'm imprinted onto them. And uh, <laughs> somehow, at a gut level, it seems very important. Uh, was it, was it a, a laughter-oriented house growing up? Yeah, so my, yeah, they're all very f- funny. My, my mom is, is very funny, and my dad, I mean, in their own way. My, my mom, uh, my mom went to Curves uh, for six months in Duluth, and they didn't have any of the machines. So they just trotted in like a... They just went into a room went and... Went into a circle. Well, it was mostly her and her friend Marin trotting. Uh, she has a positive attitude, that Marilyn. She can talk to anybody, you know. She, uh, oh, you know, you look. Are, are you a coin model? I swear to good, you know, you look like a someone I've seen on a quarter or a nickel. <laughs> Something in the European Union. You're so European coin model. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we spoke a, a few weeks ago, and you talked about uh, growing up in in Duluth, and. Uh, you talked about some of the mental health issues that, that you had as a young person. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, what was going on? Well, <laughs> uh, it, well I uh, was about 10 years old. Uh, I, I mean, I joke about it uh, that I, you know, tried to, uh, oh, goodness, um, occasionally uh, would uh, overdose on Tums. Um, and, uh, you know, Maria, those are your fathers. What mother, the calcium is coursing through my veins. Um, but, uh, I, I, I did genuinely have a problem, you know, couldn't sleep at night and stuff. I was, uh, had, had some OCD, etc. And, uh, it's a gift. It's a real gift. <laughs> was that, was that detect, like, I mean, a lot of times when kids run into those issues, they just think, oh, this is how life is. They, they don't say, oh, something's wrong. They just think this is how everybody thinks. This is the whole deal. Well, yeah, this is the whole deal. Uh, why aren't other people gripping their fists at odd intervals uh, <laughs> to make the uh, violent fantasies go away? Um, I don't want to go to church because I'm worried I'll yell, run up on the altar, uh, take a poop, and yell, I am a promise keeper. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Maybe if one kid did it, it would really catch up. Well, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, it could be a lifestyle choice. Well, how are you doing now? Oh, great. Uh, fully, fully medicated. Uh, thank you. No, I, I totally am an advocate. I really, uh, yeah, I, I, love, I love talking about mental health. Um, it's, uh, it's great. Uh, I know sometimes, I, yeah, because I do different voice in my act, so I have been told, uh, I, you know, well, look at this lady, she, she's schizophrenic, which, of course, uh, it's not my mental illness. I am bipolar, which is the new gladiator sandal. And... Uh, <laughs> I, uh, and schizophrenia is, of course, hearing voices, not doing voices. Uh, I am trying to develop an animated series to educate people. I'm Sid, the schizophrenic squid. Say hello, I might say hi back if I'm not distracted by the cacophony of sensory hallucinations that bombard me at every turn. Oh, shut up, Charlton Heston, my feet are on fire. Because it's a hilarious disease. 
Is that, that's a, a PBS Kids project yeah, that you're working on? Yeah, for sure, on? for sure. <laughs> so then, <laughs> you, you, you talked about your mom. Uh, how does your, I've always wondered how your mom feels about you making fun of her so much in your act, of you building much of your career on making fun of her. Well, she's paid, and um, <laughs> a fair wage, and, um, and I think she, she, if anything, you know, I mean, if I do make something up that she hasn't said, then, you know, she can just tell that to people. But I think she enjoys the, uh, the notoriety, at least now. I don't think she did uh, at first. But, but now, you know, because uh, she is a lot like my impersonation, I have to say. Really? I do a pretty good one. And, um, <laughs> is that how comedy started with you? Just, you know, people make fun of their parents and... Is that where it all began? Well, they're good. They're there, and it's easy to watch them, uh, observe them. And I, I started doing voice because my own voice is high and irritating and childlike. And uh, it's uh, nice to get another one going so that people will really listen in for a few seconds. And then back to the clanging bell. <laughs> You uh, you used to, maybe you still do, you would leave her messages, you would leave your mom messages as baby Jesus, right? I, <laughs> I didn't actually do that, but I do, like, we do get into uh, discussions about religion in our family. Yeah. Uh, my mom believes that you should pray for people because maybe God will do something for them. Uh, my sister believes you should never blast someone with energy unless they know they're being blasted. Uh, I, yeah, my belief is that these things kind of uh, help compartmentalize chaos. It, it, we, we have a lot of discussions about religion, but I never have done that. I do, but I uh, wrote a joke about it, you know. Hi, and this is baby Jesus. Listen, I didn't have a couple of days, so let me give you a cup. Maria, will you stop leaving me those messages? <laughs> what messages? The ones from the baby Jesus. Baby Jesus leaving you messages? Shh, you better calm back. More with Mia Bamford in just a moment. Support for Wits comes from gum. Gum, it gives your jaw something pointless to do. Buy it for some reason. And from whoever named it the sperm whale, because what was that guy's deal? Additional support provided by mummies, who would really like to hang out with all the cool vampire and werewolf kids in that town in Twilight. It'll be awesome. You can come over and we'll play board games and have popcorn, and my mom said we can stay up till 10. Mummies, hang out with us, you guys. <laughs> and from the Aztecs, who would like to point out that getting the date wrong for the end of the world would be so classic Mayan. Screw you, Mayans. Additional funding from Fiscal Cliff, the new action thriller from Paramount, starring Ryan Gosling as bipartisanship, Megan Fox as lingering post-election resentment, and Matthew McConaughey as Ted, the troubled stock market. <laughs> Wits is also supported by Gluten, which has a question for America. Hey man, why'd you get all weird? <laughs> Much more still to come, this is Wits. This is Wits, I'm John Moe, and here is Maria Bamford. All right! 
We play a game uh, every year, and it's called, I don't know if you played in your family, it's called Joy Whack-A-Mole. Uh, what happens is that somebody brings up something they're really happy about, and then the other person tries to slam it down. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> before they ever feel too good about what's going on in their lives. I was playing with my dad uh, recently. Dad, check out this new jacket. Ooh, that's very nice. <clears throat> yeah. Guess how much? Ooh, uh, I don't know, <clears throat> 50 bucks. No, five. Ooh, that's a good deal. Yeah, you got that right. It's like five bucks. How do they do it? Ooh, I was reading about that. Slavery. <laughs> they don't pay them, then they pass the savings on to you. Pretty sweet coat, though, Dan. Pretty sweet. Uh, my sister and I sometimes play, uh, Sarah, I think I met somebody. Oh, it's for you, good for you, good for you, no, good for you. Yeah, I mean, who knows, but it feels, feels good. That's Are you sure you haven't projected a fantasy on a trisexual stranger you met on petfinder.uk? <laughs> you like him gay and out of town. That happened like twice. That's not even a pattern. Uh, my mom is truly the best at this game, though. Mom, Amy had her baby. Oh, that's great news, honey. I mean, it's not the... Greatest news for the 600,000 kids in foster care in this country, but if she wants a fresh one, oh, geez. Uh, Mom, I'm, do I'm doing a show tonight. Sweetie, I have a joke for you. A friend of mine, coincidentally, she is so funny. She said you could use it. She was in foster care. So she had been airlifted out of the Sudan in the late 90s because she had been bearmed and belegged by the Janjawi, the horseback militia. She's so funny. She'd love to do stand-up, but she can't, uh-uh. <laughs> and it's a... Real hospice situation, just a matter. The priest comes in and he asks her, Would you like us to light a candle for you in the chapel? Well, she says, Sassy as you please, teletyping through her eyelids. Well, how many candles you got? Because so many horrible things have happened to her and keep happening. Sweetie, have a good show tonight. What you do is so important. Thanks a lot, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Maria Bamford, ladies and gentlemen. This is Wits. I'm John Moe, here with Maria Bamford and Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle has released five critically praised and best-selling albums, the latest being Bear Creek and Man Alive. Can she sing? Here is Brandy Carlisle. All of these lines across my face Tell you the story of who I am So many stories of where I've been And how I got to where I am But these stories don't mean anything When you've got no one to tell them to it's true I was made for you I climbed across the mountain tops swam on a trust of the ocean blue I crossed over land and I broke
out It's hard in the words that don't come out And all of my friends who think I'm blessed They don't know my head is a mess No, they don't know who I really am And they don't know what I've been through like you do And I was made for you Brandy Carlisle. Now, Brandy, you grew up 20 miles from where I grew up in Washington State. Tell, me, tell us about Ravensdale, Washington. Well, there's no street light. Yeah. There's a, a little a gas station and an auto parts store. You were still relatively close to Seattle. Did you go up there to you know, catch shows and buy records, or were you content for the, the small town? It might as well have been New York City at that yeah. time, you know. I mean, I was just a bit too young to head into the city. My parents hated going there. And, um, but when I was older, I started busking at, at a place called Pike Place Market. <laughs> and that was big for me because I learned um, some of the things that, that it takes to make people listen. Like what? You know... I used to think maybe at the time I was like, well, if I play Sweet Home Alabama every half an hour, it's going to do it. <laughs> but <laughs> Sad, but so true. Um, but you know what it honestly is? It, it's dynamics. People aren't used to somebody really bearing everything, screaming and yelling and then getting, you know, painfully, uncomfortably quiet. That, that makes people stop what they're doing when they're going from point A to point B. And, and then in bars, it makes them put down their drinks. And then, you know, you guys are sitting ducks. <laughs> they never stood a chance. They're sitting down with drinks. Um, uh, I have to ask you, you worked with uh, Elton John. He was a, a big influence on you, even as a kid. How did that, uh, how did that opportunity come about? He was like a worry to my parents. He was such an influence on me when I was a kid. I had every square inch of my walls was covered with Elton John memorabilia, pictures and records. And um, I'll never forget rounding that corner and seeing him sitting there in his pink tracksuit. It was <laughs> life-changing. What, what, like, uh, what was it like working with him? It was amazing. And he's so generous with his time and his impressions. He's really funny. He does voices like you do. He does Barbara Streisand mainly. <laughs> and it's, it's staggering. It's really good. Um, he was just really funny, really generous, a lot of good advice, and just so talented. Um, I, I've had people, I've seen people on Twitter talking about this, and people even approached me, and they say, you know, she's, her voice is so incredible, so powerful, that they're worried, like you're going to blow it out or something. Like, <laughs> you're going to develop nodes or, you know, like she's got three more months and she'll never sing again. Like, <laughs> what, what can we tell these people to allay their concern? I don't know. I mean, they're probably right. It, it, it's like <laughs> the first time I was ever on Leno, Katie Lang called me on my cell phone and gave me a bunch of crap about it and told me stop singing that way. And she's one of my favorite singers. And I was like, well, maybe she's right, you know. But then I saw John Fogarty in Australia just singing his butt off. Yeah. And uh, I think that you can sing 
the way that you feel if you genuinely feel that way. I think it's a little bit, um, you know, on a much smaller scale, like a martial artist sort of smashing their head through a cinder block. That should hurt. <laughs> but they know, they know something when they do it, and I know that when I go for those notes and those screams that I'm not hurting myself. No, you're not hurting us. Brandy Carlisle, <laughs> thanks for being with us. <laughs> taken off without me. Mr. Wizard, come back. I can't come back. I don't know how it works. Farewell, Dorothy. My only chance to get home is floated away. What shall I do? Stay here with us. We love you and we don't want you to leave. <laughs> oh, that's very sweet, Lion. But I have to go back to Kansas. <laughs> Why? Why? It's my home. All I want to do is go home. Oh, we've been meaning to talk to you about that. From the way you've described it, Dorothy, Kansas sounds really awful. The Tin Man's right. You told us it's mostly just dirt and cows. And crushing poverty. Oh, don't forget despair. I mean, the Dust Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and your parents are dead, and you live with your aunt and uncle, and they're <clears throat> three adult male friends. Yeah. <laughs> It's 1939. They haven't even invented a vaccine for polio yet. Oh, Scarecrow, I'm sure Auntie M is missing me something awful. Auntie M, huh? huh? The same lady that was going to let someone kill your dog? Yeah, what the hell was that about? <laughs> also, we have color here in Oz. That's kind of huge. Right. And you'd basically be a god. You'd get your own castle made of precious gems. It'd be awesome. And guess what? These flying monkeys have to be our slaves now. Yeah, who's got fire now, monkeys? Who's got fire now? Shouldn't we just let the monkeys go? What? Scarecrow, I've made up my mind. As soon as I can figure out how to get back to Kansas, I will. Glenda the Good Witch, can you help me get home? Oh, you don't need my help. You've always had the power to go back to Kansas. All you have to do is click your heels together three times and say there's no place like home. That's all? Okay, here I go. There's no place like home. There but then again, really? You're going to go back to Depression-era Kansas wearing shoes encrusted with rubies? You'll get murdered by a drifter in half a day, sweetie. Yes. Right, and even if you don't, even if you don't, what kind of prospects do you have there? Take care of your ungrateful, horrible old aunt when she gets older? I heard she was going to let someone kill your dog. What the hell's up with this? I know, right? That's, that's what we've been telling her! And you guys told her about the monkey sleeve? Uh, seriously, Dorothy, they will do anything we tell them now. Anything. We could really party. <laughs> no, no, no. Kansas is my home. Why isn't that enough for you? Listen, Dot. I'll level with you. You've made a huge contribution to our war efforts. War? What war? The war on wickedness. What do you think this whole thing was about? Friendship? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Come on, it's Oz. I have more friends than I need. The people need a hero to support the war. But I killed both of the wicked witches. Oh, no, there are way more wicked witches. The wicked witch of the Northeast. Uh, the wicked witch of the Southwest. The wicked witch of the Eastern Seaport. The wicked witch of the suburbs. <laughs> Dorothy, you are very talented witch assassin. We need you to do more killing. Are the witches hurting people? Let's go with that, yes. Sure, sure, sure. They're, they're horrible, right. And they have land we might want. And oh, some it. minerals that would be better left to us. <laughs> I know what I have to do, and you can't stop me. There's no place like home. Oh, there's, there's no, no place like home. home. There's no place like home. <laughs> She's gone. Hey, who took all our flying monkeys? <laughs> Thank you.
Ladies and gentlemen, Brandy Carlisle. This is Wits, more with Maria Bamford and Brandy Carlisle in just a moment. Welcome back. This is Wits. I'm John Moe. Pop song correspondences. The notes, mumblings, and screamings of a guy who's fallen down a well. It's been three days and I, I haven't seen or heard from anyone. I was on a hike and I just wanted to get a good look at how far down this well went. I'm writing notes now to stave off insanity and as a record if I'm no longer alive when I'm found. Hold on, I, I think someone's coming. It's a, a young woman and she's 
throwing something at me? I threw a wish in the well. Don't ask me, I'll never tell. I looked to you as it fell, and now you're in my way. I think she spotted me. Hello, hey, hi. Uh, please rescue me from the bottom of this well. I trained myself for a wish, pennies and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. Oh, hey, that's kind of weird to flirt with the guy at the bottom of a well and instead of rescuing him, but okay, you, you look cute too. Let's catch a movie after you pull me out of this well. Maybe if I stare at you, you'll understand. Your stare was holding ripped jeans, skin was showing hot night, wind was blowing. Where do you think you're going, baby? Nowhere. And I, I do apologize for the ripped clothing. That happened when I ricocheted off the sides of the well as I plummeted to my present locale. Please save me. Wait, what are you doing? Are you dropping a piece of paper down here? Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy. Actually, is a little crazy, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. I have no phone at the bottom of the well. I probably couldn't get much of a signal anyway. And honestly, uh, you would be at best my second call after the rescue personnel. And I, I really don't know whether I chase you or not. But right now, I am immobilized. I think my femur snapped. The rats are coming. You took your time with the call. I took no time with the fall. You gave me nothing at all, but still you're in my way. I beg and borrow and steal. Half foresight and it's real. I didn't know I would feel it, but it's in my way. Oh no, you sound upset. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I will call you. Look, I'm making a phone out of this rock. Hello, hello, Carly Rae Jepsen. Are, are you gonna help me or am I going to die? Oh no, you're going to the bridge again, aren't you? Your stare was holding ripped jeans, skin was showing hot, night wind was blowing. Where do you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just met you. Lunatic, how's this? I will devote my life to you. We'll get married. Biggest diamond you've ever seen. Anything, just give me a rope. Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy. But here's my number, so call me maybe. And all the other boys try to chase me. not going to save me, are you? You just want to sing your song and drive me insane. That's how I'll die, not, not by starvation or infection. My fate is worse. I'm going to die here with that song stuck in my head. Cause of death, earworm infestation at the bottom of a well. Tell you what I like. Yep. I like a cooler full of beers, a boat, a sunrise, and fishing with my best pal. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, that's what, hey, look, that's exactly what we're doing right now. Hey, what are the odds? Oh, look, I got a bite on my line. I'm just going to reel it in, see what I caught. Oh, we were just talking about fishing here, and now you caught a fish. What are the odds? Just, just, they're whatever you want them to be, okay? Yeah, fine. I'll ponder the odds later. Great, great. That's and fine. I'll send you an email about it. Oh, fantastic. Oh, oh my gosh, you caught, you caught a mermaid. Yeah, I'm a mermaid. 
What are the odds? Uh, the odds are real favorable, actually. They stock this lake pretty good with mermaids, you know. Oh, really? Uh, wild or farm-raised? Please don't talk about me like I'm not here. Also, just, just to button up your talk of odds, I was using yeah. mermaid bait. Ah. So the odds of that is like upper 90s, okay. actually. Anyway, you caught me, so let's get to wish-wishing. That's the thing of why I wanted to catch a mermaid. They grant you a wish. Um, um, boy, do I got a wish. $800 to pay off my credit card. Oh, no, that's a wish. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, before you book a, a table at Chipotle to celebrate. Uh, you know, you don't, you don't oh, got to book a table at Chipotle. Oh, you didn't oh. even know that you thought you did? Wow. I don't know. I'm a mermaid. I don't really always make a lot of... Okay, I wish for $800 to pay off my credit card debt. Uh, okay, well, I hate to spoiler it, but if you catch a mermaid, you don't get a wish. You don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you, do you do? No, you, you don't. You don't? No. You have to grant a mermaid's wish. Read this card, it explains that. Okay. Whoa. If you, if you catch a mermaid, you must grant her wish. And, and it's notarized. What do you know? Oh, this, this, this checks out. Why? why why did I think you had to grant my wish? How would I know that? What am I, like, you with a better memory or something? Oh, she got you there, Phil. Oh, huh? oh, oh, yeah, she did. Burn. Okay. All right, all right then, mermaid, what's your wish? Uh, you know, bear in mind, I, I'm not magic. Well, I know that. Oh, Doi, my wish <laughs> is to have a good conversation. Oh, can do, can do that. About Showtime's hit series, Homeland. Don't you just love it? Well, it's fine. It's, it's a little dry. Dry? Come on. It's taut. A taut psychological treatise on the state of war and espionage and the personal toll they take. Did you know it was based on an Israeli show? And what about Mandy Pantengenken? He's so good. He doesn't even look like a Mandy, though. He looks like a Brian, baby, or like a Max, but definitely not a do you think that's short for something like Amanda Patekonen? Mm. Hey, what are you guys doing? I'm calling my pal Joe. Hey, Phil, it's Joe. Hey, Joe, you go to Seaside University, right? Yeah, I'm getting my doctorate in mermaidology. Oh, good, good. Were you the one telling me they grant you wishes, uh, mermaids? Yeah, if you catch one. But they sometimes trick you into thinking you owe them wishes. Uh. They, they print up cards and everything. Oh. How do they print up cards underwater? No one knows. Hey, why do you ask? Hey, what's he saying? What's he saying there? I'm on the phone, Evan. Oh. Sorry, Joe. Evan doesn't recognize phone manners. Guilty as charged. <laughs> I, that's Evan. I caught a mermaid and she tricked me. Gave me a card. Oh, hey, do me a favor and find out how they print those. It'd really help my thesis. Hey, hang on. My friend Joe says you gotta grant my wish. Check your pocket. Whoa, 800 bucks? Whoa. When did you do that? When you first wished it. Oh, call you later, Joe. All right. I'm sorry I tricked you. All I just right. figured you wouldn't talk to me about Homeland if you knew I granted your wish right away. Anyway, bye. Oh, oh wait. You want to talk about Homeland? No, no how, how do you print your cards underwater? That's what I want to know. Really? You're that guy? Sorry. You want me to know about the cards? No, he's not that guy, neither am I. Phil, you got your wish, but we can grant a wish too, you know? Not because we have to, because it's the right thing to do. All you right. know, people and mermaids coming together. Sure. Hey, mermaid lady, what do you think of Claire Danes acting? At oh, first, sorry. I didn't like it, but now I can, kind of think she's pretty good. Oh, yeah, don't thank you. Yes, you that's exactly what I think now Evan, that you said it. You are a good friend. <laughs> You're a good friend to mermaid and man alike. Ah, so are you, pal. And I say Mandy Patinkin looks like a George. Oh, yeah. He does look like a George! <laughs> hey, beer up that mermaid, pal. A toast to friendship. To friendship. To homeland. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the Wits Game Show. Maria Bamford plums recognizable experiences from the workplace, family, friends, dating to find her humor. Brandy Carlisle calls upon familiar themes of heartache, relationships, childhood for her music, and that's all fine. But what can they do with less plausible scenarios? <laughs> this week's game is called None of Us Can Relate to That. 
Maria will craft observational humor from the scenario given. Brandy will improvise a heartfelt song from that same scenario. Are you ready? It doesn't matter. Here we go. Maria, you'll start. Okay. You go on a blind date, and it turns out to be Bigfoot. Oh, my gosh. Uh, number one, I'm on a date. And, uh... Or two, we have so much in common. Uh, I have a tremendous amount of wooly, brushy hair all over my body uh, that doesn't necessarily uh, make me want to hide in the woods. Um, but uh, I think, you know, as long as he has some kind of... You know, spiritual practice. All right, all right. Some interesting directions, some bold choices. Brandy Carlisle, you go on a blind date and it turns out to be Bigfoot. You know, I actually have an existing song about this. It's a really strange coincidence. It goes like something like this. I remember when it was easy to get a man <laughs> You didn't have to ask him things like Do you have hairy hands? <laughs> I know the world is changing But I don't want simple things I want handsome vampires and werewolves That I'm seeing on TV So Bigfoot called my daddy and he asked him for my hand And that's when we found out about The Bigfoot Marriage Band <laughs> I think I gotta give it to Brandy Carlisle on timeliness I mean, everybody's been talking about the Bigfoot Marriage Band lately Big election uh, day it's issue. It's mostly in the Northwest that it's so, so hard for Bigfoot. Big issue in the Northwest oh. this time around, yeah. So sad. It always is. Um, Brandy, you'll lead this one off. Uh, you return home to find your house covered by an enormous towel. You can leave home when you turn 18 You can leave home when you feel your dreams come real Cause that's how you feel And you can come home when you're all tired out When you get knocked down when you're all out of shout And then your home's your friend But you can't go out when the sun is in the sky If you're an owl And you can't come home when your house is covered by a giant towel. Oh. Um, Maria Bamford, you return home to find your house covered by an enormous towel. Well, I live in Los Angeles um, where people are always redesigning, redecorating their homes. And I think if that's what's in, uh, then I'm open to it. Uh, <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got! Yeah, that's a Brandy Carlisle point, I'm afraid. Oh, boy. Um, all right, so, uh, Brandy, you lead off with this one. Your mother has become an emu. <laughs> We've all been there.
Bamford, your mother has become an emu. Well, I know that that would be most upsetting for my mother. Uh, that she would be so angry uh, that she was an emu and would just be very confused about it until she found out who did it. And then once she found out, oh, it was your father, it would be uh, all blow over and uh, they'd go on their uh, trip to Madison in their huge Dodge Caravan. My feelings, I love my mother. Uh, whatever kind of, it's a bird, right? I'm just gonna keep talking. Is that, is, is, is it volume? Is that what we're looking for? <laughs> the winner of the Wits Game Show is Brandy Carlisle. And now the Wits Lightning Round. Brief questions, short answers, insight, panic. Here we go. Okay. Maria, what's the best sentence for demonstrating a Minnesota accent? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Brandy, you could play a song with Johnny Cash, Patsy Cline, and Hank Williams all in their prime. What song do you play? Uh, Lovesick Blues. Maria, how did that recording session of Brandy's come about? It doesn't seem very likely, but it's clearly true, so explain the physics. Okay. Well, what happens sometimes is that you have a vision board that you cut out pictures from magazines <laughs> that you paste on a piece of poster board. And it's like, you don't know how it's going to happen, but all of a sudden, like, one day you wake up and it's happening, and you're like, oh my god, it's on the board! <laughs> And that's the end of the Wits Lightning Round. Wits is produced by Larissa Anderson. Our team includes Tom Campbell, Mike Wangan, Dan Zimmerman, Andrew Mayer, Rob Byers, Julia Schrenkler, Andy Cruz, Jen Deo, Jeff Kamen, and Hans Buto. Wits is written by me and Allison Augusti and Lauren McGuire, Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. Our writer-performers tonight are Joseph Scrimshaw, Bill Corbett, and Kevin Murphy. Music director, John Munson, and the witnesses, Steve Rome, Joe Savage, Richard Medic, and Janie Winterbauer. Musical guest, Brandy Carlisle. And of course, Maria Bamford. Wits was developed by Tony Bowl and Peter Clowney. It is a production of APM, American Public Media. Find us online at witsradio.org, on Twitter, at Wits. I'm John Moe. Bye now.